So good to see you all, and you all look very, very serious. Come, let's start off with something. Put your hands in your pocket, guys. If you got one, if you don't have, just just imagine you got one, lah. All right, slowly take it out. You got to do it together, you no? Know? Come, slowly take it out. Turn to your friend and say, "Saranghayo." <laughs> ah, praise God, Hallelujah! Yeah, you know, I I I tell you honestly, and not to, not to, in Mandarin what they call "pai ma pia." Your your pastors really, I I learned so much from them and um. And, um, you know, when, when you spend time with people, you know, I, you know, let me tell you something. You got, you got pastors who are really, really pastor. And you're very blessed. Yeah? Well, you'll never scream for them. Come on now. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. You know, I, I, I don't believe in, in sacking people, I know. <laughs> I, 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 this is my 35th year as a pastor. Uh, I'm still very young. I'm only 57 this year. 57 or 58, huh? <laughs> Okay. Now, <laughs> and, um, I don't believe in that. A lot of my friends, some are very, you know, whatever, like that, like that. But I tell you, you have one pastor here who, when I heard that he has the same philosophy, who I feel that I got member, you know, no, no, and you know, very pastoral, and it's so good, amen. Yeah, so um, very, and I just want to thank them um, again for giving me the opportunity to share the word of God here. All right, but well, you keep looking up there, my face out here. <laughs> I'm just kidding, and uh, and uh, so so blessed to have an opportunity to share. Here, um, really thank you all very much, uh, the, the church leadership. Yeah, uh, God can use anybody. Amen. All right, and this is our uh, children's. They're celebrating Children's Day today, and I've got a, a, a message for you that God has put in my heart eight months ago. No, I'm, I'm serious. Eight months ago, and um, I pray. I didn't even tell Pastor Chris. I said, you know, Lord, if you want me to share to Kuz, then you open the door. If not. Meaning you want me to pray, so I just pray for them, and and I forgot lah. I I, I give them the title um, ur- urgency of establishing an intergenerational church, which that word was given to the leadership of the church. I'm so sorry. So so um, uh, but for for this week, the Lord wants me to share with you all about children, about what. Where, where are the children in God's heart during these end times? Alright, so are you ready? Oh, Come on, are you all ready? Okay, praise God. Now, yeah, um, and uh, by the way, my name is Samuel. Alright, um, yeah, okay, now we're going to look into the word. Now, I, I always like to tell people this, which is, which is true, that when we hear the, the word Joshua, when I ask you, do you know the, the, the Joshua in the Bible? Everybody will, of course, correct now. Huh? Huh? Eh? I don't know. Uh. I don't, don't, don't read Bible. Uh. Huh? Right? So it's so happening that when they mention the word Joshua, everybody, ah, I mean, the wall come down. Am I right, guys? Correct now. Yeah, and, and I always tell people, it's not, so we must always go back to the word, you know. It's just one long blow, one long. That's for the young people. The older one, shorter. 
you know, but still one long one. And then the wall of Jericho came down. And if you go into times and culture of study, you know it and I know it, that Jericho, the wall we watch on TV, what people, you know, all wrong. If you go to Israel, you will, you will learn that there's two walls, there's very thick like that. One wall, no sorry, up a slope, then one wall, then up another slope, another wall. Who are? Much of Singaporean, double chop, confirm. You know, who? How to, how to conquer? That's why people, when they come and march, seven days, one day, one round, on the seven days, seven rounds, and then blow, the wall came down. The people from Jericho, they laugh, no. I'm see A lot marching, marching, they think what, huh? huh? They laugh. But when they blow the trump, the shofar, the ram's horn, whoa, the wall came down, no, miraculous. And I always tell people, if you study the book of Joshua, only one pillar down there, one auntie in her little condominium, she was actually a prostitute. Can you believe it? Holding this red flag down, hey, my name is Hep, ah. You know, and, and, and she got saved. And not only that, if you go deeper study, you realize that in the genealogy of Jesus, means the family tree, her name is inside, you know. You see that? It's all about those who yield to the purpose of God, love God and the purpose of God. Amen? So, so God include that in. That's why Jesus, when he taught about the parable of the sower and the seed, he told the people, they, they come to him. Jesus, your, 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 your mother, your mother and brother's looking for you. What did he reply? He said this. He said, who are my brothers and my mothers? Well, he looked around. Then he says, rather, my mothers and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and obey it. You're included in the genealogy of Jesus. Why? Blessed are those who hear the word of God and do it. Amen? Praise God. So anyway, so Joshua, very happening. Wow. So now the Christian circle, you have Joshua generation. The youth, they call Joshua generation. Joshua here, Joshua there, Joshua whatever, you know. Uh, those who love Joshua so much, even they open the spa, Joshua spa. You know, <laughs> whatever Joshua. But the truth is this, though Joshua is such a man of God, but there's something missing. You ask me, what is it? Joshua need to major on biblical parenting. He says, huh? Yeah, you may be a man of God, but your children does not mean that they will know God, you know? Hello? Minasan? Did you hear what I say? It does not mean you're a man of God. Huh? Oh, you preach at the whole oh, hallelujah. But does not mean your children will follow and know God, no. No, I'm serious. Do you all know that? That was what happened to Joshua. Joshua, in the book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 10, the word of God says that, read together, ready, go. All that generation also were, hang on, you, you, did you have breakfast or not? Come on, together, together, ready, go. All that generations were also were gathered to their fathers. Okay, Chotomate could assign it. Please wait. All that generation, meaning Joshua's children, were gathered to their fathers. Not Joshua called the children together for party hall. 
all that generation means Joshua's children were gathered to their fathers. Means the children also died already. You understand? So now Joshua not only died, Joshua's children also died because everybody will correct. You're so clever, yo. <laughs> and then, so you got Joshua, you got Joshua's children also died. We hear so much about Joshua. Oh, you know, the, the parting, not parting, the, 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 the Jordan, crossing of Jordan, it turned dry just like Moses, the Red Sea. Oh, happening to Ma. Whoa, but you'd never hear very much about Joshua's children. Right? Yeah, you read the Bible, nothing much. Mm, not nothing much, body. Am I right? But now, let's go on. Are you ready? And there, read together, and there arose another generation after them. Okay, Chotomate. Wait. You got Joshua, Sudamati. Joshua children, Suda. Mati. Die. There arose another generation. Joshua's what? Together? Grandchildren. I teach you when you fusion Hokkien and English, you call them Sunnis. Why? Sunma. Right. All the Sun. We mix English and Hokkien. Joshua's Sunnis. Joshua what? Ah, very good. Okay? So you have this generation. Let's listen, hear the word of God, and hear what the Bible described about Joshua's Sunnis. Okay? Ready? Go. And there arose another generation after them who what? Did not know the Lord. And, and nor yet what? The works of the Lord. You have this man of God, so powerful, but this man of God's grandchildren do not know the Lord. And I always tell people that Christianity, for us, Christianity is, is not about religion. Religion, you go to different places to look for God. Christianity is Jesus sending His Son, I mean God sending His Son, Jesus, to look for you. God wants a relationship. Not a religion. Amen? And I, I tell you, I, I, I have the authority to share this. I, like what I always say, I make it very clear. I am not preaching against religion here, nor going against religion. I'm just telling my life story. That, that I was appointed to play the drum for the temple medium, the tanki. Last time I don't speak English on Hokkien. Uh, now I see Pastor Chris, I'll say, Hey, brother, Jose, bro. Last time I won't say, brother, who say, bro? I say, see, I'll be seeing Peter, oh, baby, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, And that was me, you know, a gangster. Last time, I don't speak English. You know, I, I was from the street. I was appointed to play the drum. One day, the temple medium came out from the temple, look, came into the basketball court. I was playing soccer. My friends all see him. He come to me and point at me, say, he speak in his tongues. The translator came and said, God wants you to play the drum for him. And I got appointed. I, 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 and, and I live in the temple. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, martial art, you know, Shaolin Kung Fu, you know. And Thursday, Saturday, lion dance. Sunday, I'm, I'm, I sit at the feet of a monk. 
where I learned Buddhist scripture. And until today, the monk has impacted my life. Wow, man of sweet spirit. I tell you, I love him. Yeah, until today, very hard to find men like that, very patient, who listen to you, you know. Uh, you know, be very kind. And I, I went through that. But I never had a relationship with God. Never. I was involved in Taoism, was Buddhism. I never had a relationship with God. I don't know who God is. I just serve and do. Until Jesus came to my life. Now, it's a totally different story. I will not go into that, alright? And because God wants a relationship. That is why the Bible says that Joshua's grandchildren, they, they what? Did not what? Come on, louder. Did not what? They did not know. And this Hebrew word know is the word yada. Say it together. Yada. Louder. Yada. Wow, so good. You're so good, really. Wow, so pay attention here. I'm not attention. Pay attention. Very good. You know, yada. The word yada means knowing through experience, by watching, by being there. You know, by being there. Not, not, I always bluff people. Right? I say, you know, do you know, you know, Mr. Lee Kuan Yew, right? Right. Uh, you all know that guy? Don't know. You all know, right? By the way, every time when he gives his National Day speech, do you know I stand beside him? Just that you all don't know. You all focus on him. No, I'm serious. Do you know? That's how close I am to him. Every time when the National Day speech comes, I turn on the television, I stand beside him. <laughs> steady, steady. Uh, come on, go, go preaching. Go, I mean, sharing. Go, go, go. You, know? you see, I know what he preached. I know who he is. But I don't have a relationship with him. I can only say I yada Mr. Lee Kuan Yew, whom I love so much, yeah, because has helped us so much. I, I can only say that, it, that I yada him if I play goalie with him. I play hide and seek with him. You ready? You ready? Co- correct. Not? That is yada. So God wants a relationship, guys, not a religion. Amen. Ah, boring are you? <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. You see, anyway, in the English congregation, your Amen. Amen. Chinese congregation different. I preach, huh? They like to eat coconut. They say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> different, okay? Hokkien, yeah means coconut, like, in case you don't know. Okay? So, anyway, so God wants a relationship, not a religion. Amen. And two things. Number one, you see, the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. Take note, huh? Romans 8.28 Everything How many things? Everything. Everything will become good Will work together for good To those who, number one, love the Lord But people always miss out the second part to, to those who love the Lord And who are called according to His purpose That's why the video, you have the uncle sharing Oh, we must serve the Lord We must serve the Lord We must embrace the purpose of God for my family Amen? Yeah, so you see, everything will work together for good to those who, number one, have relationship with God, love God. Number two, if you love God, you must embrace the purpose of God. You must serve the Lord. That is why God asked the people through Moses, right? And that, that is what God wants. You, you must do what God wants, not what, go after a preacher or, 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 or you know, to see how big the church grow and whatever, how many people. I mean, good. We need souls to be saved. But at the end of the day, take note of this. Godly intentions. 
Your heart may be godly. You want to do godly things. But godly intentions must go with godly practices. The book of Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. Everybody loves to quote that. So shall my, be my words that go out of my mouth, God says. It will not return back empty, but it will accomplish what it wants to do. And everybody, amen, hallelujah. But they forgot verse 8 and 9. God says, For your ways are not my ways, neither are your thoughts my thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways. You, you may want to do things for God, but it has to be done according to what God and how He wanted. Amen? So that is why I'm not a person who go for talents, but rather faithfulness. That's what God wants. It's not about how big a thing I can do, but rather how obedient I am. Amen? You must understand what God wants. And you know what God wants from the church? From Moses, he told the people. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 12. Moses told the people, let me check, correct. It says, now O Israel, what does the Lord your God require from you? Okay, in Singlish it'll be, hey guys, you know what God wants or not? Ah, in Singlish, alright? You know or not? Okay, let me tell you, huh? Number one, but to what? Oh, you're not sleeping, praise God. <laughs> Come on, one more time, but to what? Fear the Lord, number one. Number one, the church, when you come to know God, you must fear God. Yeah, that is why, you see Moses, when he first met God, you know, he saw, he experienced God through the, the blazing bush. Am I right, guys? And then, the Bible says this, if you go and read Exodus chapter 2, he gave, when God, listen, when God saw that he gave sight. Everybody say, gave sight. That's right. You see, it means a lot to me through my quiet time when I read that word. When he gave sight, God says, when God saw that he gave sight, you need to know what God is looking for. Means he gave time for it. He could have seen the burning bush and said, ah, run away. Correct now. Whatever, you know. How come burning and then when, you know, must be demon. But he did not. He gave sight. He gave attention. When God is speaking, when I'm sharing the word of God that's stirring in your heart, give sight. When your pastor preach, anybody preach, when there's conviction, give sight. The moment you give sight, God will speak and step in. He says, Moses, Moses, huh? Huh? Hey, Moses. Hey, Moses. Moses says, who is that? I'm here. Am I right? Then God says, Moses, my people, my people are in bondage in Egypt. I want, I hear, the, I heard the cry. I want you to go and represent me. Set them free. Amen. Wrong. Cannot <laughs> trick. <laughs> Wrong. That was not what happened first. The first thing God wanted him to experience is the fear of God. God says, Moses, he says, yeah. God says, where you are standing is, louder, holy. Take off your sandals. The first thing he experienced about God, holy. Am I right? Isaiah, the call of Isaiah, the day he was called. In the book of Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 onwards. 
He says, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. His train fills the temple. Oh, and the, and the, what cherubim, am I right? Yeah, seraphim, cherubim. Seraphim, that's right. They got the angels, uh, the, uh, the, the presence of God. So the seraphim cry out with two wings they flew, two wings they cover their eyes, two wings they cover their feet, and they're flying, calling to each other. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. Am I right? And then, Isaiah, you know, what happened? He says, woe is me. The word woe is me means in Cantonese, save all or dead meat. He says, woe is me. Why? I'm a man of unclean, unclean. Come on, tell me. Lips. Lips. He experienced the very first thing in the calling of his day, not some prophet coming, oh, that saved the Lord. No. They experienced the holiness of God. Why? God wants his people to number one, fear him. Yeah. Even, even Peter, in New Testament, right? Peter has been following Jesus one and a half years already, you know. Then here comes Jesus. Hey, bro. Can borrow your boat and all that for preaching, you know? And Peter, eh, sure, sure, sure. Come, rabbit, use it. I'm sorry, rabbi, use it, please. <laughs> oh, oh, then they take the boat, he preached. Finish preaching, he look at he pull him back. He look at Peter, he says, Peter, come, pergi pancing lah, bagus. Go fishing. He look at Jesus, uh, according to the Bible, uh, we fish last night, no fish. Meaning today, no fish. Because they experienced fishermen. But since you say so, okay lah, we go lah. Maybe while they were rolling their, their, their boat, you know, dayong sampan, dayong, dayong sampan. In the mind of Peter, I 30 years, fisherman, I tell you no fish means no fish. You 30 years, ketuk, 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 building house. Huh? What you know, but never mind lah. I don't say anything lah. That you experience one time, then you know. Ada yung sampan, and Jesus says, Peter son, stop. Put down the nets on the right. In while he's putting down, maybe lah. This is not in the Bible lah. Maybe okay lah. I put low. I put low. As he put he look at the brothers on the other boat. Stop pulling my nets, lah. I mean, it's not in the Bible, lah. I'm just acting only, yeah. Stop pulling my nets, lah. Then the brothers, they all like that, huh? Hey, apa tangan di sini, lah, oi? He look at Jesus. Maybe Jesus. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm just no acting. Acting not in the Bible. You know, Jesus said, huh? I, I don't know. I, I ketuk, ketuk, ketuk only. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! And when they pull up, so many fish. So many fish that the Bible says, now Peter's eyes is not upon the fish, on the boat himself, itself. He got down on his knees. He says, depart from me. I am a sinner. You know what was happening? He was experiencing holiness. The fear of God. When we move into the ministry, it's not just about appointment. It's about understanding that we must fear the Lord. God is looking. He says, what do I ask from you? Deuteronomy 10, 12. Number one, but to what? Yeah. Come on, la, la, la. Yeah. 
Very good. Fear the Lord. Amen? Right? And like what I say, what, what's that guy's name? Isaiah the prophet. He says, Woe is me and a man of unclean lips. That's right. Right? <laughs> yeah, we love her. <laughs> funny, the preacher funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we hear up here, but down here, nothing happened. You know how you know when something happened? You stop using words like, oh my God. And we say some more, your leg can flip up. Oh my God. <laughs> right? OMG. Oh my God. Oh my God. But the God's word says, do not use my name in vain. I always tell people, as simple as being a Singaporean, I don't even use the word walao. I come on, I, I speak Hokkien, man. You know, the word walao means my father, that one. My father, what? Huh? Yes, sir. My father, what? Eyeballs, sir. My father, lips, sir. Come on. It's my father's private part. That's what it means. And we use it very freely. Why? Because Singaporeans love these languages, you know. Oh, we, even the young people like to use the word sia, sia, eh, power, sia. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, my way never tell me, hey. And the young people like to use the word slay nowadays, you know. Slay queen, sia. You know what's a slay queen? It's somebody who go to church and take over somebody else's husband. And we, we use that term and name it as powerful. Do you know that life and death lies under the power of the tongue? The book of Proverbs says, chapter 15, it says, for, for a healing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. Meaning, in Hebrew means, it's, it's there's a leak in the spirit. No wonder the anointing of God don't hover over us. Because God is holy. Amen? So we, when we talk about children, you must understand all this. Because if you know that your children do not fear the Lord, your children are like Joshua's grandchildren. They do not know God. You know what does it mean when you don't have relationship with God? You are going to hell. Full stop. I'm serious. I know there's a silence here right now. But you must hear the truth. Because the truth will set you free. Let's stop playing church. Get back into the word of God and say, Lord... It's not about feeling good. It's about understanding the truth because you've come to give me life and life abundantly according to your word. Because you say in the book of John chapter 6, verse 63, the flesh profits nothing. The words that you have spoken, they are spirit and they are life. Amen? Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will remain. And while I'm struggling in my scene, I know your word in the book of Psalms, one, uh, Psalms 119 verse 9 that says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to thy word. Verse 11, Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Verse 105, the same chapter, For your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And Jesus is the word of God. If I say I love Jesus, I must love the Word of God because Jesus and the Word is one. And Jesus in the book of John chapter 15, verse 13. No, John 15, verse 3. He said this, you are clean now. He told the disciples, you are clean. Consecration take place. You are clean because of my Word. 
So today, this morning, as you hear the word of God, and as you agree, don't shut up there, say amen. And when you agree with the word, something happened in the spirit. Like what the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 10 says, For with the heart man believes, but the moment with his mouth he confessed, he entered from the physical realm into the spiritual realm, he is saved. Amen? The power of, of what we call agreement. Matthew chapter 17 verse, no, chapter 18 verse 17 and 18 says, says whatever you, when two come together and agree upon anything, it shall be done for them. There's power in agreement. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. The word of God says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Powerful. When you agree with the word of God, something is taking place in you right now. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. So we want to fear the Lord. So God is saying, you know, what, what Moses is saying, God is speaking through Moses. He's saying, what do you think God is asking from you? That you will, number one, fear the Lord. Number two, that's Deuteronomy, right? 10, 12 is this number. Number two, is it up there? Well, what? To walk in all his ways means obey him and love him. Love and obedience go hand in hand. That is why Jesus said in the book of John chapter 14, verse 15. Sorry. Verse 15, he said this, If you love me, look on the eye wall. Kalau kamu cinta saya. He says, you will obey. The fruit of, of loving God, loving somebody is obedience. So that's why it goes hand in hand. Alright, thank you, sweetheart. You know, and then, and then the third point, he says that what? That you not only fear him, love him. Number three, what? Serve the Lord your God. If your children are not serving the Lord, most probably because they're watching you, you are not serving the Lord. Children see, children do. Amen? Praise God. You see, you, you want to see your children fearing God? You must fear God. Stop. Stop making decisions that do not fear God, do not acknowledge the Lord. Yeah. You, you must start obeying God. And by the way, the word obedience and God's obedience according to the Bible is totally different. I'm not preaching here today, but it's totally different. It's immediate. It is, it is no questioning. It is no, no, no questioning. It is immediate. It's no questioning. It is complete. Delayed obedience. If you've got to call your child, hey, John, John, then you scream. Your, your key change to A. <laughs> then John, huh, mommy, what? That is to God disobedience. I can show you from the Bible, but not today. Because it's a delayed obedience. When you train a child in biblical parenting, that's a way to make it fun so that they'll learn the ways of God. But it's so important. So God, and do you know what that is in Deuteronomy chapter, um, chapter, 10 verse 12, right? God is saying, so generally, as adults, we must fear God, love, obey, and serve the Lord. But all this, God is telling Israel, you must do this with your children. You say, have me? Yes. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Before that, Deuteronomy chapter 6, already it says, now this is the commandments, the statutes, and the judgment which the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you. The me here is Moses, he's starting telling the people. Okay, he says, he says that you might do this in the land where you are going to possess it. Now, Moses did not enter promised land. 
But yet God says, you must do this now before you go into promised land, so that in the promised land, you will practice that. Now, this is what I call in parenting or in ministry, we call it preventive principles. Before something bad happens, you must practice first. Okay? Wow. Not inside to you. Anyway, from my quiet time. Okay, so, 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 yeah, God tell me one day in my quiet time, wow, yeah, the Lord says, so you got to teach the people, got to teach the children, got to teach my church, you know, so that you don't fight fire or firefight. You know, the firefighting problem come up very little because they are already taught. They know what to do. You know, same principle. Alright? But anyway, then let's go to the next verse. Then Moses told them, so that who? Louder? That's right. That's right. Turn to your friend on the left and right right now and say, I. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I. Right? It must start from you. You know, you, you want your children. You know, some people, they, they, their children... That men get ready the emotional programming. Thank you very much. Now you know some 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 people they the children come back from childcare. Suddenly they use the F word at their siblings. F you. What the mother angry you know? Then they come and tell me they say, no, I tell you my my, my son that make me very angry. You no, know? I never teach him the F word. No, for <laughs> how very long? No. <laughs> Come back, use the F word. <laughs> I look at them. I say, yeah, because you send them there to learn, right? Correct, Nana. You send them there. I mean, in our system, if you if you go to, when you got children that are young, you send them. You know, to do all this good, and you get incentive. You get incentive. But not that they are wrong. This is the system of the world. But God's word is different. If you study Deuteronomy, it, it's, uh, let's just go back to Deuteronomy. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. You go back there. He says that. He says, um, um, sorry, let's go to 6, verse 2. Verse 2, chapter 6. That's right. So that you, your son, and your grandson. Wow, some of you have got grandson. Some of you older generation here, you have, have children. Now listen to me. Huh? Listen very carefully. If you have children grown up, and you know it, as I'm preaching, that they don't fear God. They don't even come to church anymore. But you are serving the Lord. Now listen, do not be discouraged. Do not condemn yourself. Amen? Because you maybe you were not taught. Huh? In our society, we are so busy, you don't even do your quiet time. I, I, for me, I live on quiet time. Man. <laughs> I, I cannot go without that. Betan, I cannot. You know? So I, I need the input from God. I need to love, love Him, you know? But, but you know, so busy and you were not taught in all this and now your children are not walking with the Lord. Don't feel condemned. You must start interceding for them. With God, everything is possible. And they are still your children. You have the right to them. You have the right to tell the devil in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. The Word of God in Ephesians chapter 2, chapter 1 and 2 says, You're under my feet, Satan. I set my children free and lose. Father, I may not... I may not have parent them properly. I ask for your forgiveness. I repent of my sins, but Lord, please intervene, come in. And just leave them to the Lord and continue to serve the Lord. But for those of you children who are still young, you got to just keep palming in. Palming in in loving God and the purpose of God. So you see, 
In verse 6, it says, So that you, your son, Joshua, must teach his children, and his children must know how to teach their children. You know, I've got a girl right now with me. She's the one doing my overheads right now. She came to my life when she was 8 years old. Her brother was 4 years old. Her parents suffered divorce. I, with my wife, we took them in. And I told the father, shift near me. I'm not going to adopt your children because you are still there. They need to know who their father is. And I said this, that, but I will foster your children. And I taught him how to do biblical parenting, but I foster them. Now she's 31 years old. Watch here. Watch here. Are you ready? Shemaine? Okay, you heard her voice, right? Shemaine? Can you teach biblical parenting? Yeah, straight away. All my boys, they know how to teach biblical parenting. They exercise biblical parenting. They're pastoring children, youth, and young adults now. And I have about 16 to 20 of them, which I pick it up from the streets. The parents don't have time for them. I have time for them. I teach them the word of God. I give them a skill. They work in the world, they serve God full time. They only work 15 hours a week so that they can spend the rest of the time serving God full time. And the church don't have to pay them. Why am I doing this? Because I believe in the last days, God is raising up a generation. And when Jesus says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, meaning what? They must know how to preach the gospel, they must know how to do follow-up, and they must know how to plant the church. They have to. Shemaine, can you share that? You know how to share gospel? Clear. Do you know how to do one-to-one teach people how to hear God's voice? You see? They can. Because if being a Christian for the past 5 to 10 years or 30 years, if you don't know how to share the gospel, you are on a spiritual wheelchair. These are not my words. God told me that. That is why I train every member. But it's their personal choice. So I won't say 100%, but high 90% in our church, from children to adults, they know how to share gospel. Because if they don't know how to share, they cannot make disciples. It is very clear. If my children don't know how to do biblical parenting, my, I'm for sure my grandchildren, they are going to hell. I cannot let that happen. I cannot stand here and tell you, Psalms 127 verse 3, children are a gift of the Lord. You are a gift. I mean, it's true, it's the word of God. But we've got to discern God, knowing what God is doing in the end days. And you've got to be part of it. Amen? So boring, man, my preaching. <laughs> Amen or not? Yes. Praise God, I love you all. So he said, and it goes on, so that, he says, so that you, your son and your grandson will what? Come on, come on, tell me. Fear the Lord, you see again, holiness and honor. And what else? Keep all the statutes, his statutes and his commandments, obedience. Wow, amazing, amen? And then after this, if you read verse 6 onwards, it all talk about parenting. You sit down, you walk, whatever, talk about God. Talk to your children about God. Nowadays, we sit down, we walk, all talk about what? Finish your homework already. Ah? Huh? 
You prepare, no, prepare ready now. Ah, PSLE, ah, prepare. Stress until. Not that studying is no good. You must study. Right? I mean, look at me. My highest standard passed Sec 3. I tell you the truth. Secondary 3. And not because I passed, no. Last time the system, they push you up, no. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm not, I primary 4, I first public caning already, no. You look at my face. Look like pastor, man. <laughs> 35 years ready. 35 years, nobody say I look like pastor. I think I sit in the midst, you also don't know I'm the preacher. Co- correct now. I'm telling you the truth. But God, thank God, God sees the heart. Right? I mean, now, okay, I tell you the truth. Now I got my degrees, uh, I got my what, missiology, blah, 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 blah. but I tell you the truth. You, you want me to tell you the truth? But, but don't follow my examples. You know, in Bible school, my homework, not, not I do one. Uh. I can't spell, ma. I can't spell. You don't believe me. You ask your pastors. When they text me, I always send stickers, no. <laughs> Correct, no? You know why I cannot spell? Until my Bible school, those, when I sit for my degree, I tell you, my temperature went up, ma. But thank God, not here, 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 here. Amen, amen. And God is not looking for degrees. He's looking for temperature. Amen? Oh, I tell you, la. That's why, why, why you don't come to church? Preaching so, so, so interesting, right? Hallelujah. Anyway, so you got to teach them diligently. Everybody says diligently. Diligently means very hard work, no? Very hard work, no? Okay? Okay, I want to skip right now. I want to share with you something. Alright? The service ended at 1215. 12.15, oh, I got, uh, now is, which one is the clock? Uh, this one. Oh, I got four more minutes like that, huh? Ten or ten minutes. Uh. Mm, praise God. Mm. Hallelujah. Can, can I tell you, share with you something? Uh, man, can you put up the timeline? Thank you. Now, I will not go into details, but a lot of details on this. Put up everything. Thank you. You know, this is something that God spoke to me in 1989. Okay? Now, now, if this red line, can, can you help me as I preach? You kind of highlight for me. Yeah, thank you. You see the red line there? Now, this is a timeline from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. That's why I said I cannot preach finish today, okay? But, but never mind. Now, you know the judgment, right? When man sinned, judgment came in. Correct now? Oh, yeah. Correct now? Yes, thank you, thank you. Okay? And, and when judgment came, number one to, is it the man or woman? Uh? But anyway, it's in the book of Genesis chapter 3. You go and read. Huh? Uh, and, and here, when God passed the judgment, He tells the, 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 the woman, He says, for you, because of what you have done, because of what you have done, when you give birth, it will be painful. Oh! Okay? And, and then He tells the man, for you, work will become harder. Work is good, but it will become harder. That's the judgment. And number three, God says, thorns and teasers will grow because of you. Judgment came upon the natural. Meaning, thorns and teasers will grow. Means all these thorns, meaning last time during got no thorns one now. You know, never mind. Okay, now, and, uh, and, and, and then to the devil, cut the story short. God says this, this because of what you have done, the seed of this woman. Listen, the what? Seed. Now, this word seed is also used in the book of Isaiah chapter 6. When the Bible says, when, when, when testing will come, 110, the 110 means the elect. Will, when they fall like the tambourine tree, those whose roots remain, they have the holy seed in them. 
Now, means what? At the end of the day, as a man of God, it's not about how good preacher I am, how big the ministry, but how deep with God. Because that seed speaks about Jesus. When you fall, if the root remains, means you have intimacy with God. You see that? What power, huh? What God's word? Wow, best ready. Sect three also can understand. Hallelujah. Okay, so anyway, great. He says, the seed of this woman will crush your head. But you only bruise his heel. Listen, huh? If I am the devil, if God said, I know what it will happen, you know. 100%. So he knew. He knew if God say it's going to happen, it will happen. And a lot of preachers, they may not preach this, but I am telling you, the devil lives in fear. No, amen. Never mind. <laughs> Praise God. Listen again. The de- we always talk about devil. <laughs> huh? Give $10 to mission who are very difficult. You pay $10, go watch exorcist, come back with a spirit of fear. <laughs> I don't understand, never mind. <laughs> never mind, it's okay. Anyway, the devil lives in fear. He says, how do you know? Straight away, when Eve gave birth to two children, right? Cain and Abel, correct now? Cain and Abel, right? Abel, very able. he sacrificed God's thing. The one need the Cain one? Huh. Make God angry, never mind. Okay? So, straight away he caused Cain to kill Abel. Why? Because Abel is the godly seed. He, God said already, the seed of this woman will, come on, tell me, crush your head. He lives in fear. He attacked the young, the children. Next. Of course, what's this guy's name? Cain is not the one. Genesis chapter 15. Prophecies. God told Abraham, before his name was changed, Abraham says, Abraham, your people will be in a, uh, 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 become, what do you call it, slave, and then they will be set free. The devil, I tell you, he's not omniscient, eh? means he's not everywhere and he don't know everything. Most probably his demons heard those prophecies and go look for him. Hey, boss, boss, boss. <laughs> what, lah, bro? Boss, I heard the prophecy, lah. You know, they're going to be in bondage. You know, how many years and then, and then this is going to happen? And the devil knew, he knows. Every time, take note, huh? every time when God wants to do something, he will raise a person up. Take note, huh? every time God wants to do something, he will raise a person up to do his will. And it happened to be Moses. When the people, the prophecy came to pass when the people was in bondage in Egypt. How many years? Sorry? How many? Thank you for reminding me. 400 years. Nearly 400 years, tremendous attack came upon babies. You know the story, right? Fear came upon Pharaoh. The devil put fear through the soldiers. All the Hebrews, baby, growing more. One day, overtake your throne. Our friend fear. You know what he did? He called a midwife. Midwife come. You see any baby born, baby boy, kill it. Am I right? Not one day, no. A period of time, the whole generation boys are die. The children was wiped out. The men. Why? The devil is afraid that this may be the seed that's going to crush my head. But you know what? God wanted to use Moses to accept, to set the people free from Egypt. Number two, to establish the Ten Commandments so that they will know God. Whom did God use? 
four group of people the midwife fear the Lord everybody says fear the Lord that's right number two Moses' parents right they kept the baby for three months maximum ready let the baby go Moses' sister Miriam say it together yeah so stop quarreling with your siblings I'm serious Miriam was part of the purpose of God taking care of the brother in the river number four Pharaoh's daughter Moses though appointed by God he don't have supernatural power God used the adults to help the child grow in the fear of the Lord and fulfill the purpose. But Moses was not the one who crushed his head. It was Jesus. Cut the story short. There were prophecies. And then Jesus was born. Same pattern. Fear entered King Herod. Now this time different. All the pictures you see about Jesus on the, in the, what do you call it? Like bird nest like that. What do you call that? I preach on there. I kanchong on there. Manger, manger, manger. Okay, manger. Am I like it's okay lah? Come in, in the manger, huh? All this is wrong, you know, wrong. What does the the three wise men? Uh, no three wise men. Uh, maybe thirty wise men. We don't know, but we know all the wise men bring three different gifts, and 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 always Jesus in the manger. Like, hey. It's not by that time he was two years old already. He says, "How do you know?" King Herod said, "What you all go out." If you find any children, any boys, Hebrew boys, two years old and below, kill. Kill. So, cut the story short. Now Jesus, God used Jesus, sent Jesus to to set us free from sin by dying on the cross. Secondly, by the grace of God, we are saved, not the law. And whom did God use? God used the wise man who fear God. Say fear God. That's right. Fear the Lord. And did not go back to King Herod. Tell, tell him where the, the child is. Number two, God used Jesus who? Again, parents. You see that? Again, the parents. Right? Moses, uh, Joseph was sleeping one night and then the angel came. Moses, bring the mother. And Moses, uh, not Moses, Joseph took the mother on the donkey. They go to, they go to Egypt. Am I right? Right? God used the, the parents again. God Want to want to raise Jesus up? Jesus, the Son of God, though He has got supernatural power, but God still used the adults to help the child fulfill the purpose of God. All right, now ending. Are you ready? Well, overshot things right now. Listen, listen carefully. Jesus died on the cross, broke the power of the devil. His head was crushed. But there's a guerrilla warfare going on. Because there's one more great event. Church, listen. One more great event. That great event. I can only think of one in the Bible. The second coming of Jesus. And in the second coming of Jesus, the Bible says God is not raising up one Moses or one Jesus. In the book of Joel chapter 2 verse 28, God's word says, In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. God, the time for raising up one Billy Graham, one Reinhard Bonke is over. His spirit upon all flesh. God is raising up a generation. Amen. This generation come from church, your children, your grandchildren, and also from the community. That is why we cannot just spoon feed our children, push it to the pastors. Parents must rise up. And you know what? Tremendous attack upon children. Do you know that? You look at 
the last part down there, the bottom, I put flower people, whatever. I won't go into that because of time. But you, Singapore has got one of the highest, I'm not saying the highest, but one of the highest of toddlers sing psychiatrists. Do you know that? Kindergarten children, tremendous attack upon them. Not through kings, fear don't go through kings, but fear go through the system of the world. Yeah, that's why Jesus says you are in the world, but you are not of the world. The word cosmocratas in Greek, meaning what? The, 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 the decorations, the system of the world. He says, no, le? no. Who say no? It's already seeped into the church. He says, huh? Really? Yeah. You, you rock your children out from bed. Don't be late for school. Huh? I don't want your school to call me. Huh? But you come to church late, okay. What a sin. You pay all the money for school materials, send them for overseas trip. Children's Sunday school material, you expect the church to pay. No wonder you don't, don't reap. Because you don't sow. Am I right? So I'm telling you the truth, church. We are blinded and we need to repent from our ways because God is raising up an army. Whether it's Sunday school ministry, whether it's parenting, guys, go out and bring the children in. Amen? Be serious about biblical parenting. Be serious about changing our curriculum such that the children, whatever we do, in our church, the children will fear the Lord, love and obey, and serve the Lord. That's what we want to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's no condemnation. I'm going to close in prayer now. Sorry for the rush. No condemnation. If your children are not walking with God, oh, I'm preaching correctly now, praise God. That <laughs> your children are not walking with the Lord, you must bring them before the Lord, but continue to reach out to other children. Yesterday, you know, in our church, we only got 15 children. Yesterday, 207 turned up from the community. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. And not we all in, not only the adults invite. You ask my that girl right now. She's just one. Her father brought already 57 to the Lord this year. Children. Main, how many you? 40 already. You see that? You see that? In, I mean, I don't have the time, but our children, even our younger children. They go out, they evangelize. Yesterday, 27 rededicated their life to the Lord and 20 received the Lord. First time. You know, because God wants them. God wants them, church. I'm just feeling the whole thing. You know, I feel like I just, all I want to do is to teach all the churches in Singapore how to share the gospel to children. In five years' time, whatever we sow, the churches can reap because the percentage of Christian and children are the same. If every one of you would do that to one child a year, the whole island will be saturated with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And His word that goes forth will not return back empty, but it will accomplish what God wants to do. Come on, let's pray. Hallelujah. Lord, we bring our hearts before you today. We bring our hearts before you today. Lord, we want to be so sharp in the spirit to understand what you are doing in these last days. That you are raising up a generation that will fear you, will love and obey and serve you only. So that this generation will usher the coming of Jesus the way you want it, Lord. And Lord, as pastors, as leaders, as church, we want to do what you want and not what we want. We bring our hearts before you. Some of us, our parents, our children are not walking with you right now. Lord, we're not going to condemn ourselves. 
Today as we hear the word of God, we are stir up, fire up. Because your word has caused such a stirring here today. And we pray in Jesus' name that as we intercede for our children, there are many children and youth, young adults out there who do not know you. Teach us, remind us to befriend them, to love them, to sow the seed of love, to invite them to church. In any way, Father Lord, we declare that our children, our grandchildren cannot go to hell because I am born for such a time as this that the works of God will be proclaimed from one generation to another. That it will not be a program in our church here, it will be a culture, a lifestyle. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We honor you. So Holy Spirit, guide us. Guide us. As we repent of our ways, being self-centered, we want to embrace the raising up of a generation. We want to be part of the children ministry, part of the youth ministry, the young adults. We want to pump in our time, our finances, and our talent and say, Pastor, I want to stand with you to raise this generation by the power of the Holy Spirit because it's according to God's word. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We bless you. We honor you. We want to parent our children in the ways of God. We thank you, Father. So anoint us. Hallelujah. Even as we go out of this place, we know your spirit is over us. Lord, we'll see every child as a soul. Thank you, Lord. Help us to encourage and bring them in. And we know you will do it because we are qualified and anointed to preach the gospel. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name we ask and we pray. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Amen. Turn to your friend and say, Love the children. We love the children. Thank you, Pastor Samuel. Thank you, Pastor Samuel. I think it's such a wonderful message that really, it's not really a feel-good message or anything. It's really something that speaks to my heart. And I, I think it warrants a response from all of us. You know, so, so I would just, uh, I, I know time is running short. I want to just pray for all of us, you know, and I encourage us to just respond to God, right? Whether you are uh, a spiritual uh, mentor, a spiritual parent, or whether you are a, a real parent, physical parent, or whether you are just a single person, I think we all have a part to play in this. So let me just pray for all of you. Father God, we just want to take in your word this morning. Whatever word that we have received, Lord, we want to pray, God, that you will take root in our heart. And God, would you teach us how to obey swiftly? Can you stir up your spirit, empower us to obey your word in full force, not partially, but fully. And so, God, I want to pray for our parents here. Uh, Lord, we pray, God, that you empower them, you give them the grace to do what they need to do. And Lord, we want to pray, as Pastor Samuel has said many times, Lord, that they will not feel condemned if they feel that they are, they have not done what you have called them to do, Lord, we pray that your grace is enough and they will also receive your forgiveness and your empowerment, Lord. And we want to pray for everyone else here who, are, who may not be parents yet, Lord. We want to pray, God, that we will, uh, you teach us how to be part of this community to support the work that you are doing in our midst, Lord. So as singles, as um, anybody else who, who, who may not be necessarily parents, Lord, we pray, God, that you help us to catch the same vision because it's the same work that you are doing in our midst, Lord. So we want to commit all these into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.